What's up? I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 325.5, The Wormhole, fired it up a little quick, the title is fucked up, damn it, wasn't ready, wasn't ready, I was trying to hit the backspace. Just trying to re- hit the backspace, clean up my title. Oh man, I gotta hurry up, clean it up. It's all messed up. Can't believe live on air. I love fuck ups. I love the fuck ups. Hello, everybody, if you're here. There we go. The title is correct now. Might as well take care of the picture, the thumbnail I'm here. Before I came. What the hell is the thumbnail thing? Oh, right there. Okay. I'll take care of... Save. <laughs> you guys are probably like, what an idiot. I'm going to bring my uh, YouTube back up. Let's see if you guys are there. Eight people watching me walk up and uh, get this title going. Right, hello in chat. Get chat going. I was all going to play the video by uh, Dollar Tree Grower there. Let things build up. No. <laughs> I'll send you off in droves. All right. Shout out to the seven of you guys hanging out in the chat watching me fumble. Fumble my start. My chance. I think most everything's going here. Six people in the chat. I believe this is red pill popping in already. What's up, Johnny Cassie? Howdy. Howdy. Cheers, Red Pill. How you doing? Doing good. Good. Change your name. I was uh, just listening to episode 84 with Indra when he was talking about color tokens. I need to get him on again. He's, he said he's, that he's ready to uh, drop some more knowledge <laughs> on us. I, I'm always an open book for him. Anytime he's ready, I'll let him come on. One of my favorite guests. One of my favorites. I guess if you look at any of them episodes, I actually just camera off so I could kind of fanboy and listen. Mm-hmm. You know, because his his signals kind of not that great anyway. So when they're not, uh, they can't see the guests. I try to camera off so they ain't staring at me. What are we looking at? That's the naga that I got at uh, 
I didn't get it uh, with some labeled uh, name printed uh, printed on it, but it was told to me that it's peanut butter breath. It's supposed to be a pretty fire strain. And then I got uh, a little bit left of the distillate too. Be able to hold uh, the phone up against it. I can't believe you go through that at twice the rate. Yeah. Is, uh... yeah. I, I actually had a little bit of the last stuff that I had a little, you know, leftover little scrapings of a jar. It was more of like a waxy butter and I, f I had completely forgot about it and what kind of terpene profile it was because it, it was uh, something that, you know, I, the distillate's void of terpenes. So that one dab kind of blew me away and made me sweat just because it's been uh, since about Christmas time since I've been steadily having the distillate and just flour to smoke. I, should, I think I'm gonna fire up the email fire up the rig. I don't think I've had a dab since a year episode. Could be wrong. It's been a couple of days. It's definitely been a couple of days. I've been snapping off. I know this probably, I've heard this a couple of times as far as like, you know, extract artists, but uh, I got Tommy Tricomes was nice enough. He sent me some a sample of some stuff and uh i chose to rather dab it i fucking been like because it was uh a shatter a bho run i've been uh snapping it off and making worms out of it throwing it in the joints <laughs> i don't know why but i i just i like my extracts in in my cannabis you know i don't mind dabs but man i don't i really like them I have kind of been craving to make like a little batch of moon rocks or uh, honey buds, but use isolate in some part of the process to give it like actual like crystalline coating that makes it more actually look truly like something you picked up off the moon. Yeah. Treat it like uh, when you when you batter fish or chicken, you know have like two different things going on, like the little saucy terpene stuff that you dip it into, get it sticky, roll it around, shake it around in some CBD mixed with THC, maybe even CBG isolate, then repeat the process. And should have like a pretty hard, crunchy exterior to it. Locked it right in, locked that keef right in there. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Well, I have seen someone mix uh, CBG. They had a little bit of CBG isolate, and they like to press rosin, and they mix the two together to kind of make the the hash and the rosin bag stretch further. And they got a pretty good material. They both kind of ran out together. Maybe the CBG as a as an oil picked up all the rest of whatever came out of the hash and made it, you know, a little bit heavier of a yielding squish. You would think you'd would isolate you know if it was solid isolate it would just everything would go right past the filter it would ooze out there wouldn't be much contaminant left in 
it's it's gonna be a it's a new age when we comes talking about uh, mixing cannabinoids for certain you know custom mixes for certain elements. It's gonna be a whole new horizon <laughs> when we can custom custom tailor tailor our uh, medicine to our needs. Well, yeah, when I was listening to the Indra thing and he was talking about rainbow colored terpenes, everything from blue to green to gold to clear, I was thinking that you can, you could make a, a, a line of rainbow colored concentrates. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone do that, but oh, that's, he's what, I, that's what it makes green me think. Diamonds. I've seen some green diamonds he's made that yeah. fucking... It, they look like emeralds. They were wild. They look like just a whole little batch of emeralds in there. I was like, that's crazy. I, I couldn't have just, I, as crazy as they looked, I couldn't help but wonder, like, the buzz. I was like, because <laughs> they looked so good in there. It was like, oh, I bet you that buzz has got to be amazing. <laughs> just amazing. I bet you that guy's had some incredible highs. Some yeah. Incredible highs through the years. <laughs> Testing out things for the first time. I like the uh, fried chicken run that he did. Get some fried chicken fat and oil. Because he says he's done like. 14,000 or 17,000 extractions and you can pretty much at that point you can pretty much just throw out any guests in there you know like someone probably would like you ever ran fried chicken he's like yep fried chicken's one of them (laughs) yeah one of those episodes he actually uh he pretty much lays out the the recipe for like uh Mail order mescaline is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Pretty much tells you what you need, how to get it. It's like, oh, that's. <laughs> I actually thought that one was going to get flagged right off the gate, but it never got flagged. That's uh, that's one still on the bucket list. Haven't tried that one yet. Man. So the the can of queen, the banja delight there. I snuck a little sample earlier today, and thank goodness, I'm proud to report, it did not make me shit myself, but it was a pretty good smoke. (laughs) Which was a bummer, because there's actually somebody I would have gladly passed it on to see if it would make them shit themselves, but... Timing was not right on that. (coughs) 
it wouldn't be kept around much if it did that, right? If I was right, maybe you could build up a tolerance to the shit in yourself part. <laughs> Drink a lot of Pepto? Maybe. Cheese. Cheese and uh, cheese and dubs. <laughs> it was very tasty, though. It, it was very sativish and very peppery. I'm sure it's uh, very high in the beta carotene. <laughs> But uh, it was a nice, uplifting buzz. I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. Actually, I had to pull her down because she collapsed on herself. I was like, it was one of them things. You turn your head for just a minute. She's fine. She's fine. You open the tent the next day, and it's like, oh, man. Yep. Yep. She could have probably went another week or so easy, but... She was, she was good enough. Take down. <clears throat> oh, I was doing a day of wasn't I? I did turn it on. How come? As much as uh, let me ask you that, uh, Red Pill. As much as you dab, how come you don't have an email? Uh, back in storage in uh. In Colorado, I have one. I didn't find it as a necessity to bring back out. Maybe the best thing it would have been for is just to save on spending money on butane to fill the torch. But <clears throat> um, to me, it was real picky about what rig I'd connect it to. And luckily, I, I did find it's, it looks like a root beer float with a straw sticking out of it. But it's built like a mug. It actually has a handle on it. And it's got a real heavy, wide base that's like two inches thick of glass so it stays where you put it and the email never has a tendency to yank on it or knock it down or anything like that so yeah it was a pretty good setup maybe i could have brought it out here you know i just it was more about how much stuff do i want to bring back to where i was you know i didn't bring that whole tote of stuff that i bubble wrapped and threw in there just in case you know it's kind of a weird thing to get pulled over and explain that's about the only reason uh there's a bunch of new different ones one thing i would probably get is that uh temp terp or whatever that contraption is that you can actually read the temperature of your nail you can still use a torch i kind of like that i kind of have it even you know that's what i mean on the fundamentals of dabbing off of a Email, you kind of learn what temperature you really like your dabs at. So even using a torch, and then you can still dial it in, heat it up to a certain point, let it cool down or start cold, I guess. I've actually, you know, because I got the flower, I've been craving more like a, a little bong I can pull little snaps out of. That's probably going to be my next rig to buy or uh, apparatus. I didn't bring any of those back either. <clears throat> I had more, you know, the old school ones, like one that's like two feet tall and has an ash catcher and all that. Not going to go that. Um, not going to do any of that. Maybe just like a little simple uh, 
straight neck, but flask bottom like this one. Fixed downstand. I do have, like I said, that chem dog pipe that's soaking in alcohol. I brought that with me just because I don't have many flower pipes and that one's, you know, kind of more highly regarded. Special, whatever. Uh, Special piece. <clears throat> yeah. I've only been lucky enough to actually keep a few keep a few over the years nothing very pricey because I've always tended to break it <laughs> and then uh, because I do sometimes do excessively big dabs uh, the next or the bucket that I wanted to get for a while was one of those turp slurpers I'd have like the little saucepan on the bottom and a bucket on the top and more narrow tube connecting to and from what I've seen, it pretty worked pretty good for large sized dabs to just put in through the top and slowly let it boil to the bottom. And the action of you drawing on the rig kind of forces it up like a straw and it kind of a waterfall. It gets forced up and then falls back down, forced up, falls back down. So it stays in the, the neck of this thing and kind of has like a volcano of fumes that come off the dab. It looks really amazing. I like the description of volcano. Yeah, it, it, it's literally like an, uh, it looks like some like overflowing, um, like if you just kept filling a foamy beer up in a, a cup and it just foamed right out off the top. It's basically how the smoke or the vapor in this case comes off of it. it just sounds You're actually blowing turp bubbles through melting concentrate. No. I'd like dabs, but I and something like that just sounds painful on my lungs. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I, I guess that's a tolerant thing too, you know. And for me, like it's just a uh, a dry pipe for me is the harshest smoking bud from just a dry pipe. I'm using a Bic lighter. This, it's, to me, that's going down and holding in. That seems to be the harshest, especially you don't have a screen in it and you're hitting it and then it pops through and you get a whole bunch of resin or fucking weed in your mouth. I think that's why I kind of always come back to this because don't you don't need much filtration and what you do have with the water takes care of everything. So little bit to me that's like the two opposite ends of the spectrum not going into what you're putting on top of the the banger anything from hash to rosin to isolate to distillate to you know live resin butter you know uh, uh batter wax chatter there's a million different things but all of them seem to go down a, you know uh, physically smoother than burning the weed with the lighter out of a pipe that's why i would wouldn't mind getting a, an, another bong because i don't i have that should have at least brought that because it's just a whole nother whatever you know facet of it you know I, then i'd have a rig bong and a pipe other than be down the bong and have to go and either order one or buy one but you know times are changing like it says you can, uh, there's 
at the gas station, there's bongs behind the fucking, you know, counter. So pretty yeah, readily. Anyway, pretty much. <laughs> Walmart will have them soon. Walmart. Oh man. They're trying. They're trying. Last year they had the one up by me had fucking pro mix and all kinds of fucking gross shit. I was like, ah, Walmart wants it. Walmart wants it. Which one did they have? <laughs> yeah, they had pro mix. They had oh, the regular yeah. pro mix and they had a fucking an organic pro mix as well. I like that is Was it like What's up, you know, Sorry. saw you, saw you guys doing some dabs. We're gonna come in and do a couple of fat globs. Sweet. So, how's everything going? Good, brother. Pretty good. Trying to I, clean um, up my. Uh... Go ahead. I was just trying to clean up my uh, dab tool here so I could do my dab there. Got a little bit of what's left of some apple fritter that was very good to me. <laughs> it was very I good to that, me. I ran that uh, my last three runs. Not the last one, but the three runs before that I ran it. I don't know. I didn't like the Terps. Everybody else loved them, but I was just like, ugh, too much... Uh, uh, licorice, it's like floral licorice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This wasn't my thing. I got this B.O. first right here. As far as the taste goes, it was like, eh, it was nice. It was nice. But uh, for me, it was the buzz. That's what I like about it, man. It's fucking, I've taken either a good dab of it or like a couple of, you know, consecutive ones like a few minutes apart and usually if either or it's got me just like squinting squinting and then it's like I can feel I, I always say make I, that it's actually squinted my third eye because I can feel it like in the center right in between you know it's just like holy cow it's water and too and it's just I don't know I just like that that feeling I, I guess I went to um, I went to Vancouver in October, and I got to hang out with Ramo. Uh, you know Ramo, Ramo Nutrients, etc. So uh, mm-hmm. I've been lucky enough to meet him a few years ago. So whenever I'm in Vancouver, excuse me, whenever I'm in Vancouver, I try to go see him, and I brought him some of the apple fritter, and he actually reviewed it on his show. But the one thing I could say about it is it it tasted in retrospect it tasted better than it smelled, and I didn't like the way it smelled, but yeah, it got you high. It's just I don't know, man. wasn't 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 what I thought it was gonna be. I got the flower at Emerald Cup in 2017 or 18. Remember we were in Cali and we bought some. They had like 18 dollar pre roll gram joints, and I was like, all right, well I'll cut to myself and try this out. And I was like, yeah, this is the hype shit. And then when I finally was able to get the cut, like a year ago or whatever, I was just super disappointed. I don't know. But like I said, a lot of other people liked it, so it's like I can't really judge 
always on just my personal mm-hmm. preference. I, I personally, uh, a strain that I didn't even know was going to get hyped up while I had it was garlic juice. That was pretty good. But I do like more of, of the straight GMO. But garlic juice, that became pretty popular. I'm like, hey, I had a cut of that. I didn't even realize it. That's the mimosa to GMO, right? From Uprising? The, the GMO papaya. GMO papaya. Yeah. Because I have a buddy there who I thought it was called garlic juice, but he was saying it was like an 8% hash spitter. I don't know if that's That could be because that's what the person that told me. And he's like, you have that thing? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, we want it for, to make hash with. And I'm like, oh, I bet it makes good hash, but it's not my cut. I just grow it, so kind of give it to him. I was going to say when you spoke of that $18 pre-roll there, I've had such bad luck with pre-rolls. When you said $18 premium pre-roll, I I immediately thought, oh, so they actually rolled it out of weed. (laughs) They they rolled it out of flour. That's almost what I think of when I hear Something like that, man. I don't know what the hell they roll pre-rolls out of here at these dispensaries, but it's, well, it's like a five-dollar glass tube to begin with. It's a, yeah, well, oh, for the eighteen-dollar joint there. Let's start with the five-dollar glass jar, that glass tube that it's in, and then figure out what you're actually paying, right? <clears throat> I remember. I, I went there with my boy Sweet Trichomes and he stayed in the room because he wasn't smoking flour. So I went outside and I did a live. This was right when lives came out. I did a live and I smoked the whole gram joint by myself. And I went back into the, um, into the hotel room and I just was like, man, I am nowhere as stoned as I usually am when I smirk my, smoke my first joint of the day, you know? Like I got better weed at home, which, you know, it is what it is sometimes. I think that every time I have to stop at a disc ball, <laughs> be honest with you. Why did I stop? I got better weed at home. What it was, was uh, we were on our way up to Emerald Cup from LA. Like what I usually like to do is fly into, fly into LA, stay in LA for a day or two, meet up with some homies, get some like free market, traditional market hash or weed. And then drive up to the bay. You know, it's like a six-hour drive. And uh, on our way up, uh, we saw Slimer or Selmar or whatever the fuck it's called was on the way. And my boy was like, yo, that's where the Dr. Greensome dispensary is. We got to go there. Let's go. Like, he was, be real, man. Be real. It's be real dispensary. And, like, so he was all hyped up. And we went to go check it out. And they didn't have I bought a bunch of their, like, in-house, like, in-zane, it's called, uh, uh, flowers and it all burned black it was like yeah it was funny too because that same year Cypress Hill played uh, 420 or that following April they played 420 in Vancouver Vancouver has like one of the biggest 420s in the world and they always have like a band playing uh, on the stage for free and he was there and met all, all people that I know out there you know got smoked out got given weed and when he came back all everyone kept asking him about was like white ash. Like, and he's like, well, you know, white ash isn't really, you know, people think it's that important, but it's, uh, it's not as important as people say. 
And all I could think of is all the fucking insane be real weed I smoked was black ash. And all the weed I smoke in BC is white ash, the majority. And the only people who ever talk about not having white ash are people with black ash. Or the only people who talk about white ash not being important is people with black ash. You know, mm-hmm. so. I once that, posted that. <clears throat> I'll, I'll explain this in reverse. The reason I took a picture of it should have been, uh, you know, evident when I took it. And it was, big, it was just a really simple picture of a, a cashed bowl with all white ash. And then the first person that commented on it said relevance. And then I just thought like, well, if I have to explain it to them, then must not give that big of a damn. I mean, I will say anything cookies, anything bubba or OG will, in my opinion, is never always super white, white, white. There's something I feel like about those cultivars that just hold on to the nitrogen or at least don't hold the same amount of um, magnesium or whatever to burn as white. But yeah, uh, far and few between do you find uh, black ash that tastes good all the way through. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it's the, it's the roll. A lot of people say it's the paper. I think that's bullshit. Like, I've smoked white ash joints, and I roll with smoking brown. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, on, it has to be bullshit papers. if I've had a blunt burn white. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's fucking chemical tobacco. Yeah. For sure. Definitely what I think, and I've noticed this from traveling to Cali and, and smoking the, like, the Jungle Boys weed is because it's all nitrogen packed that you literally have to like open the weed and let it breathe like almost like wine for like 12 hours and like nobody really wants to do that who the fuck wants to have to open their bag and wait a day but the difference between smoking a joint right out of the bag and waiting the, or the next day and going back to that weed and, and rolling another joint fuck I should have I should have did side side by side photos because yeah, one would be like white ash, be like, oh, fuck, this is what it's supposed to taste and burn like, as opposed to like rushing to smoke a joint right out of the dispensary or whatever, because you're like, oh, yeah, let's fucking try all this and not realizing it's nitrogen, packed uh, with nitrogen to keep it fresh for months on end. I just want to give a big RIP to Greg Williams, a.k.a. Marijuana Man, who was like a huge guy in the cannabis sort of scene coming up back in the day. He was part of uh, the Mark Emery crew, who were some of the people who basically were responsible for bringing and selling seeds in Canada in the 90s. And he actually, uh, he got sick last week and had to be put, uh, like, into the hospital and uh, they didn't think it was as serious as it was, but apparently he had cancer that had already metastasized through his whole body and uh, yeah, he passed away today. So RIP to a very uh, important and cool guy in the cannabis scene up here. I actually got to interview him on my podcast and he told his whole story about like selling millions of dollars of seeds and almost like going to jail for life and shit and like some crazy shit, man. These guys just wanted to break the law and be rebels and they ended up starting a whole culture 
you know? Pretty wild. But I'm grateful for that. I, I bought seeds on the internet. So where I got all the way that I grew from. That's what I was saying. I put a post up saying, you know, if you ever, if you ever bought seeds or grew seeds, more than likely this guy, you know, directly or indirectly had a part to do with you being able to do that. <laughs> I love the fact I've been over here mic'd up this whole time. <laughs> what kind of garden? He was a good dude. We owe a lot to pioneers like him in this industry, that's for sure. So uh, what kind of garden work did you have today? I have uh, I had water. I had to do my water in and it's deleafing or defoliating. I like the term deleafing. It's I don't know why I just prefer it. And uh, some transplanting. Transplant seed leanings up and then uh sex some um uh, some seedlings that I had going already. So nice. A little bit of transplanting, a little bit of water. And right now you have like a bunch of seed links all on different paces, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got some that are <coughs> roughly uh, four or five weeks old, and I've got some that are just popping up that I transplanted last night while I was on the air that are probably about a week old now. Five uh, different cultivars. And uh, it's going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to the... <laughs> I got one that uh, I don't. I'm not even really sure the the lineage in it. I actually uh, White Feather Grown sent me it. Maybe he sent me the the genetics in it. I don't remember seeing it, but he sent me that, and he sent me uh, Brandon Ross's <coughs> uh, that uh, TK uh, cross that he had. And, the uh, haze so or whatever. I, yeah, uh, that which was uh, fire. I didn't, you know, I didn't have very good luck with those beans, but the Tiger King beans, I was like, <laughs> he sent Tiger both. King. He sent them. <laughs> yeah, he sent some stuff. <laughs> but he's like, this is a Tiger King. And I guess he's actually in the same town, same town as Tiger King <laughs> or the Tiger. Hilarious! King. Oh my god. I tell you what, so far four out of five are females, and they have they've got beautiful structure to them. They smell dank. I mean, I'm like, I think I'm gonna be fucking pimping mm-hmm. the Tiger King. I don't know, I'm excited so far. I'm very excited. I just popped some seeds uh, yesterday. Actually, I need to look at them before I go to bed to make sure they don't come out too much. But I bought some uh, skunk house genetics. So Skunk House uh, is the guy who popped the chem cookies and found the GMO pheno. So he, it's, I don't know, it's from like I saw a post that he posted and it's called Triple, Do- Triple Donnie. 
But when he posted it, it said it was a GMX B a GMO BX3. But then on this package, it says GMO times Donnie Burger. So I'm kind of confused here whether I got fucking ripped off or if I just thought I bought the wrong shit or he just labeled it wrong or either way. <clears throat> if it is what it's supposed to be, it's going to be a shorter flowering GMO, basically. Mm-hmm. So it might be a GM, GMO BX3 to Donnie Burger. I don't know. <clears throat> but the, the the whole uh the whole sell on it was that it's a shorter flowering GMO, well, which is what I'm interested in. And they they're regular seeds? Yeah, yeah, they're regulars. And I got thirteen in the pack. So most likely that was the situation because GMO itself and Donnie Burger itself are both clones. So you know that would that only way the well, cross would make well, happen. Hold on when I if you get if you have an S one or a, a cross of the two and they're feminized, but if it's regular, that would say that it is the BX three because you had to you had to make a regular seed line of that, and it being a cubed male is probably the best you know version of a male, or, you know the best version of GMO in male form would be a, a cubed male. So maybe he just wrote GMO and didn't specify. Yeah, just that probably it, it, left out the BX3. Email. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that <clears throat> to uh, to see what it does. Because I have the GMO and it's just, fuck, it's so, so ridiculous. Like, now I understand the best way. I, I was listening to a great conversation with uh, Todd McCormick. And he's like, the best way to do it is just like, pot it into its final size once it's cloned and rooted and just flip it like don't even try to veg it out thinking you need to veg it out for even two weeks or a week is like let it go in there for like 24 hours 48 hours and flip it is like because it grows and yeah it, there was bottom little bottom fuckers that i thought were going to be nothing that ended up becoming as big side branch mm-hmm. tops as everything else so yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really curious to see what these seeds are going to do. Yeah, that uh, the the plant that gave me the most problems like that, where you're saying where you know trigger them as short as you can get them, was uh, kosher kush. Same way, like a one foot plant could be four to five uh, feet tall when finished flowering. This GMO, yeah, the GMO was like six hundred percent stretch. I was just like, what the fuck, <laughs> and. And what was stupid is I grew it next to my strawberry and cream, which mm-hmm. is like barely any stretch at all. So you had like, yeah, it was just the, the room looked insane. You had these short ass stout plants with these fucking giant spears everywhere that are just crossed and falling <laughs> over. And yeah, when, when now I know dad, better. So when my dad would observe, observe that, uh, he would look at a plant like you're saying, like the strawberry cream or some kind of cush shaped plant. He's like, you need to grow more plants like that. That was just his thing. He leaned more towards those stouter, cushy plants. And even he kind of understood, is like, uh, you can get like two more plants in the tent if they're shaped like this versus the one like you're saying next to it. That's just like a straight beanstalk. So. Yeah, definitely the, the strawberry and cream needs to be vegged way over vegged or needs to be just on sea of green because just like mm-hmm. the straw just like the cookies and cream it doesn't really stretch and 
Yeah, it's more of an extract plant. I do have uh, cookies and cream as three sweets. I do have those. Nice. I have, uh, I actually popped, I have F, uh, the first cross, I guess it's F1s, and I have F2s. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't thought of popping them. I had the actual someone's cut <laughs> that I kept for a while. But like I said, I kept trying to grow it, and I would try to do it in the same program as everything else I'm doing. And it just needed to be grown longer, veg longer, or just a bunch of them in, you know, smaller pots or whatever. And I was just, you know, when something doesn't fit into how you're doing it, it's like, oh, those kind of just go to the side and suddenly they're not in your garden anymore because they don't. The same person I had the garlic, <laughs> the garlic juice cut from was, uh, I had a uh, cherry lime haze. That was the same way. It kind of self-topped in a way because the the main top, or if you left to try to grow a Christmas tree out of it, never tended to work and it would kind of bush out. And the only way to get it a Christmas tree was to have it completely like perpendicular to the ground and transplanted perfect straight up. If you gave it any, any bit of tilt, then it's kind of bushing out on itself. But it was slow as fuck to grow. It only had an eight week flowering cycle, but it grew like half as slow as anything else. Ain't that the fucking way, man? It's, it's like, mm -hmm. those are the two things. It's like the vigor versus the flower time or the fucking, the terpenes versus the like THCA or whatever, you know? You're always fighting between what's going to have like a bigger dump uh, versus what's going to have a bigger terp profile. Yep. It's another there is no perfect the... plant. Yeah, it's never, that's what I mean. It's never ending. You get to just keep having fun with it. It'll never get old, you know what I mean? To me. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just got some auto fems too that uh, should be coming in this week. I'm going to try to do a super early fucking hash harvest outdoor. So, just saying. At this point, with ready to hit the hot fire, joining the panel, there's no fucking way I'm going to attempt to keep up with you damn fuckers. There's just no way. <laughs> okay, okay. No okay, way. Okay, I'll tell you what. I've already watched a the bread pill and oil and flowers do just, like fucking just... 10 dabs in the last 10 minutes. I've taken two and I'm like, woo <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're already heating up again. I'm like, oh, wait, man. Freddy's, Freddy's going ready to keep paying. That's good. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. you got to, like, tag team. Bro. <laughs> there you go. Fire in the home. Uh, cheers, bro. Good seeing you, Reddy. How you doing, Rap here? And who else we got? How you doing, oil? Oil and flour. Buddha, oil and flour podcast. If you didn't check out his episode, you should. Or check out the podcast. His podcast, man. Both. You should be checking out both, right? You should be checking out both. Well, ready never podcast before. I'm like, what's podcast? <laughs> basically, basically this. <laughs> oh, you're muted, you're man. muted, ready? You're muted. Oh, I'm sorry, oil. I said ready, but I meant oil. It's a, it's a, top, it's a top show on your phone, you know. 
Oh, okay. I got that. A phone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, That's we right. just put out a we just put out an episode this week or last week with uh, this guy from Manitoba, which is like uh, I don't know Canada. I watched where... the, the episode. I was in the background right. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was su- super interesting. The guy works for one of the biggest LPs in Canada, and he's suing his like state, province, whatever to be able to grow four rec plants and they let him like they didn't really fuck with him they're like yeah go ahead sue the government <laughs> yeah so that was pretty cool that's cool he also he also was a ex-cop and an ex like um like uh uh prison guard too i was like whoa okay from prison guard to um to cannabis uh accountant activist yeah, exactly. For sure, you know. I think actually he didn't go into detail, but something fucked up happened at the prison, and and he stopped working. I don't know. He must have got attacked. There's some fucked up shit, but yeah, he stopped working in uh in that industry, and then went into accounting for cannabis. Cool. A little bit chiller for sure. All right, still another dab. <laughs> I, got, I got this JMO. It tastes like fucking Febreze. It's kind of weird. People really like it. I don't know how I feel ah, about it. That's pretty cool. Man. Okay. I'm going to gas, but they're in the next room. I'll be right back. Do your thing. I, uh, I think of the Febreze turps. I think of like the old fucking old brick shit that we got back in the day and you'd smell like fucking Tide and shit. You'd be like, man, this shit ain't right. <laughs> exactly, ain't right. Buddha, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, yes. I, I mom all yes. my all my dabs and some of my flour. So on, man, but this, this way it is for me. But I do try grow. <laughs> got some fuego. fuego, Asian orange. Oh, shit. Whoa. Nice and citrus. Oh, hey, Let's Smiley. Go. What's up, man? I got to type in dab same time. Hold on. Got to use the force on this one. <laughs> yeah, I remember making hash one time and dabbing it and having this, this like, Febreze turp and thinking I fucked it up. I was like, oh, oh man. And, like, did, what, did the hash go moldy? Or, like, what, what the fuck did I do? This doesn't – it melted really nice. Like, it melted four or five star, maybe even five – Six star, I don't remember, but it melted nice without a lot of char. But it didn't. It, I was just like, this doesn't taste right. Like you said, tied or whatever. And I'm like, no, no. What did I do? Fucked it up. And now I realize, oh, it's just it was a deter profile. Was that unique as that? You know? <laughs> All reds going in. I got to do like red. I got to heat up the old school way. Oh yeah. You're talking about emails. I'm, I keep looking at my two email boxes. I want to turn it on just to see what I had it set at. Probably like the only one speak. using one. Six hundred and eighty. Yes. <laughs> You're only one using one, and you're barely using it. I know it, right? Fucking guy. <laughs> I'll be dab clean, dab clean, dab. <laughs> Yeah, 
There you go. Cold start. So I think we're going to be pressing up the GMO we watched last week finally and next there too. My partner's been moved, he moved into a new house and they're renovating and finally have an area to set up and set up the pressing gun. I'm super excited to see what that's going to turn out like. Fresh frozen, well, I think uh, a whole plant, whole plant fresh frozen. That's why I don't do the big heavy dance. I've years, years and years of renovation. <laughs> really fucked up my lungs. You know what I mean? And uh, I enjoy the dabs, but they can be rough. I get that like lingering, you know, kind of cough there. And it's hard to shake sometimes. <laughs> like now. And, uh, yeah, well, that just, that's uh, just your lungs telling you you're, you're good. <laughs> you know? We, uh, that's uh, how I find that happens at BHO if I smoke too much BHO. My lungs will tell me, all right, it's time to stop. I, I truly I believe Steve, that. I was jokingly saying uh, the other day when I was forced to put on that fucking COVID mask, I was like, you know, I've worked in construction in the trades my whole life. And I have wore, I didn't wear a mask through a lot worse conditions, cutting concrete. <laughs> Fucking pulling out his bestest fire jobs. <laughs> now I gotta fucking put it on for this. You know what I mean? It's it very true. Job but... to worry about dust. <laughs> yeah. Same aspect. Now listen to me, bitch, about coughing and not being able to do dads. <clears throat> so I don't know. Yeah, I think it's something that you can definitely breed towards. Because there are, you know, more therapeutic terpenes that are good for certain lung and respiratory ailments. So if you wanted to make something that literally was like the most lung-friendly strain and try to get that terpene profile so it's none of the irritating terpenes, then that'd be pretty yeah, good. Apparently there's Fucking a couple head. that are... <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, yeah, no, there's actually a couple that will um, antagonize your fucking asthma, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like I think it's I think lemonine, lemonine, or or one of the lemon ones, definitely for sure can give you almost like a asthmatic reaction. And I have a friend who's like very asthmatic to the point he's like a, a rapper producer or whatever artist and he's like done albums he has an album a song called mr asthmatic you know what i mean he's like it's that part of his life and he's had a few times where he's like man what the fuck i try to smoke weed sometimes and like i'll have an asthma attack and other times i'll smoke weed and it's all good and i'm like then he was like oh i think i just need to only vape and then he tried to just vape and it's like i'm still getting asthma attacks sometimes and i'm like having this conversation I heard on uh, Clubhouse last week, that's when someone mentioned that. I was like, oh, I got to start asking them to make which terps, what was the name of the strain? <clears throat> Maybe find out and be like, well, you shouldn't smoke those lemony ones. That's for sure. I think that's 
for me, uh, a lot of those like really orange citrusy ones, <clears throat> they never really appealed to me, but they were really effective in the moment. Like, you know, uh, you know, like expansion in the wounds and kind of hit you the hardest, you know, not necessarily effect wise later on, like creeping high or creeper high, you know, but the moment that you actually dab and that dab recovery little time period, uh, the orange ones definitely seem to be potent there and like very coating way that your, your palate down your whole esophagus, probably your lungs. So. The alpine is uh, good for the lungs. It's not one of the reasons why I like the pine turps, but it's definitely easy on the lungs. One of the, definitely one of the reasons I like it, but that's not, not by any means the main reason I'm coming. <laughs> There's definitely some terps that I call angry terps, where it's like oh, I'll just smoke them smoke them and they just make me fucking mad like I just get yeah it's not an enjoyable fucking experience that would be like a super silver haze oh yep that doesn't react good for me either or like like a Congo I don't mind the anxiety and like oh my god paranoia I kind of enjoy that like (laughs) but I enjoy that from like a, a sour not a sour diesel from like a New York City diesel you know that like yeah pastel kind of uh, crayon taste. Or I, I get those out of uh, all the Apollo strains, the 11, the 13, the Vortex. Yeah. yeah. Have you grown boat Apollos? Oh, uh, no, I've only grown Vortex. Uh, Vortex and uh, I never got to buy them, but the Green Avenger, the Vortex back to Genius Cross. But you've tried the, the Apollos? Uh, I haven't had uh, either one of the Apollos, only the Vortex. Okay, okay, okay. Because, yeah, the Vortex, the Apollos, there was like, I remember <clears throat> at one point I was going to buy one of them because the profile was like supposed to be similar to like, uh, yeah, a citrus, but rotten. Because I remember like, there, it's it's funny, there's a whole, there's a whole like era in my life where I was I was traveling a lot but I didn't have like uh, I wasn't paying attention enough to the strains and then and then the sort of terpene profiles of them to be able to go back and take note now after everything I've sort of learned. And I remember there's like we, we I still describe it this way, but there was uh, a lot of like baby shit terps. Yep. Or like or like un, undigest undigested Gerbers. baby milk Gerber food. Yeah, well, yeah. even like the undigested baby puke, like so, it's like that milk that's not rotten, but it's like sour, kind of mixed with fruit. Yeah, and it's 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 one of those ones that are really obvious, and like you don't really have to guess at what it smells like. You, it has that note where you've recognized it before. <laughs> yeah, and I get uh, I, I get migraines. I I can't smoke anything with pine in it when I got a migraine going, man. Okay. Makes it worse. Yeah, it's the, that peppery the, or whatever, that pepper kind of. If it unless it has a lemon or a or an orange, it just makes me. Angry. It, it has that tail end of it to where 
like 50% of the pinos are either lemon or like even a mango in there. So nice. Yeah, those mango are the best. Such a weird turf. Yeah. I have the papaya that I'm getting ready to flower for the first time. It's a, the um, fuck purple city genetics. They do like the, um, they sell genetics year round and seasonally, and it's all from tissue culture. <clears throat> so I have a cut of the papaya that I'm getting ready to flower for the first time. And it's supposed to be a hash, a real hash, you know, spitter. That's what everyone's known it for. So I'm, curious to see how it's going to come out but yeah i'm not the biggest fan of that kind of tropical fruit taste but if it's a hash bitter and you know the profiles are always different and more i find i don't know enjoyable and 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 you can articulate them more when they're in the hash so I'm really curious to see, but at the same time it might be like that apple fritter where i'm going to be like yeah everybody loves it and it's like yeah but I don't want to grow it because I don't want to smoke it. So what's the point? Uh, from your episode, it sounded like you have, uh, you know, because you've traveled so much and you've had like a pretty good, you know, uh, basket you could pull on to build a pallet. Um, one that had that for me, that was like the most fruity and sweet it could be, but still real high dry sift or uh, water hash was shishkaberry and I know you, you might have had more of that than I've had you know I've only had it a few times but <laughs> the real a staple yeah yeah that has a real sandy you know dried trichome feel to it where you break the weight when you break weed up or you grind it and knock it out of the grinder and kind of move it around you can see a, a whole layer on the very bottom of just trichomes that all the buds sitting on top of that's how that smiley cream i have is it's just like you break the weed up in the tray and once you put it in the paper you have to do like a scrape up with your fingers and it's just you could make a ball or you could just sort of uh <clears throat> drop it back in out of uh, some cool strains i also did grow the flave and that one had a very interesting, what I would call uh, Flintstone vitamins type profile. But that one also, same, very sandy, very dry trichomes. Nice. Yeah, in Canada, in, the, in BC, I'm in the East Coast, but in the West Coast, uh, definitely Shishkaberry was the standard just because that's one of Breeder Steve's, I believe, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Or did he have yeah. something to do with that? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely all over BC. Uh, is uh, probably my favorite of his stuff was the uh, sweet skunk, which is still around. That's one of those sort of it has the angry turf in it, but because it's got so much lemon in it, it's like it 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 evens it out. Like I actually Come have. On in like, again, um, man. Fire it up. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I actually have some Seedman Taze uh, FSC. And it's super angry turps, but it's such an exotic strain that nobody ever really runs often here because they just don't. I guess it's a really long flowering plant that <clears throat> doesn't come around very often. So I grabbed, I grabbed a, uh, a cart, actually. Probably the, the only cart I'll ever smoke is from this company in particular. But yeah, 
something else. Yeah, did you see the new like that the the blue the blue CRC that's coming out? <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned huh. that because uh, you know I, I more or less maybe like the last couple of weeks, not too long ago, I, I found Eagles Channel and I've been going back on the episodes that I think I might like, and I watched uh, Indra's. Um, one yeah. out of Indra's uh, episodes, and he was talking about collecting colored terpenes. And uh, another uh, one of your uh, Canadian uh, people, uh, Horatio, it's another who passed away. But he also found blue terpenes. And uh, they're out there. They're natural in a whole bunch of other uh, plants. Like uh, the, the, ter the terpene is called camagiline. And it's naturally blue. And sometimes in other essential oils, when you steam distill them, it comes through. And then sometimes mm -hmm. people will isolate it and put it in to essential oils to make a dye out of it. You know, because you can dye other essential yes. oils with it. So yep, yep. people are just getting around to it now. And I, I hypothesized this since I knew about that terpene. But yeah, basically you could do the same thing that you let do like in... Uh, either a ghetto tech or like, uh, you know, making sauce and diamonds in a jar or having the actual proper um, machinery to do that. If you do that and you decrease the first time, you know, the, the amount of terpenes, you run that and then separate that, then you're left over with the mainly THCA portion. Well, you can re-dissolve that and that uh, camagiline together and then recrystallize that or make the diamonds and sauce out of there and you know when a lot of the times if you don't end up with um solid like clear or white thc it, it's gonna have a color whatever you know carried on over through the terpenes either like an orange or a yellow color so if you see or see that and then you do that you add the camagiline the only color or the pigment that it's gonna have is that blue so it's going to look like Heisenberg type shit because it's only going to either be pure white or a little blue tinge to it. So the guy who's doing it is, uh, and he just, he's partnered with like a legal company. So it's coming out in, I don't know if it's Michigan or Oklahoma. I don't think it's Cali. No, it's Michigan. Yeah. So you're going to be able to get some there, Eagle. Um, it's Fuego Extracts, I believe. F-Y-G-O or something. But I went on the page and somebody had just commented, oh, so you erased all of the comments about raising the pH? I guess we know what the tech is. And I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> so I told my, my extraction friend, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I saw, I showed him that. He's like, yeah, it's like, because uh, his, his brand, his catchphrase for his brand is choose blue. <laughs> So he just messaged me back, choose blue. Nice. I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, that's, that's interesting. I says, I don't know what it's about. I says, but someone on his page was saying that they erased uh, all these comments about it being raising the pH. He's like, ah, he's like, I figured. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm no chemist, but he is. Well, my first conclusion is get isolating that blue terpene because that's yeah, found sure. naturally in cannabis and among a whole bunch of other plants. And then you can go around that the whole, like I said, getting rid of its natural color or whatever yeah. it's going to carry over, clean it up, do it again with that. And you can come out with blue the same way. 
also, if you're working with a facility like that, right, get that cultivar and you can just run the shit mm -hmm. out of it. You're going to have all this starting material to be able to yep. actually. A lot of times and it. it'll come out green, too, because it's a very small portion of it unless you do. There could be a wonder cultivar that you actually do find naturally or get to breed and select for where now you just made the whole terpene profile mainly this comagiline which by the yeah. way it's actually a it's like a shoot off of the compounds that make up terpenes and it's actually one of the ironic ones that doesn't have a fragrance or an odor to it it's like a neutral is it created is it created after like THC, oh, sorry, it's a cannabinoid. No, it's a terpene, sorry. Mm. So does it change? Is it one of these terpenes that, you know what I mean? Like, does it flare off or it's just there and you don't even it's, know it's there? because When it's I noticed flavor. it, the only time, you know, I didn't ever get to work with it like in a lab setting, but I observed it in a, uh, it was called Good Medicine and it came from Green Dot Labs out in Colorado. And that had a little bit of a blue thing to it. And it wasn't, you couldn't visually see it, you know, when you were, at, you know, in the one gram jar containers, but as it's bubbling away, it leads over like a blue shine to it. That's like the last thing, like the reclaim in your little bucket stuff that you're going to get if you cold start, or if you did a big dab and there's still a bunch of liquid left in the bucket, that stuff was straight up blue. So I, I had to think that that was that because I was already educated on that and I didn't think it was something a contaminant or chemical or anything i'm like oh, you, i have 420 uh, uh <laughs> give me a minute and, uh do a book it's like i just finished it warm up dad yeah <laughs> before 20 man oh shit you and then stand up and stretch man <laughs> <laughs> you are trying to put me down with another dab already man i just got i just Stood up, I was like, holy shit. I'll, I'll do another All dab right, while I smoke this joint. <laughs> or I'll hit this fucking... I got this, uh, like my homie that we're talking about, the Choose Blue, I have his uh, FSC pen, and it's a double double loader in here, so it's two fucking carts in one. Yep. It's like doing a double double CRC dab. So you can mix you flavors you, I, and shit, huh? Yeah, you can mix flavors, bad. or you put two two of the same one and just haul a big ass fucking globber. So, so from what I understand, and I'm probably wrong because I don't really do extractions with hydrocarbons. But before CRC, wasn't there a step when you're doing it that your your extraction is blue or something is a different color, and you got to continuously running it to get that out and then go to the next layer or is that distillate um i've seen funky colors change in distillate like your distilling yeah. stuff the boiling flask turns black and some of the the flasks that are in between or on another burner you know the main you have yeah. you know called the dragon ball tech you know and they have like four or five different smaller varying different milligram or milliliter sizes like a 25 or 15 it's on something called like a pig thing and you all connect it and you can rotate it and periodically through different parts of the distillation thing you'll collect different things that come over and it's very weird yeah, to have some too, right? yeah the best way i've seen of people doing it is having two different boiling flasks which is weird <clears throat> but uh, i've I also seen them having a 
a pure green dragon ball. So, because it's green, I'm guessing, yeah, it probably had that blue property in it. Otherwise, it would either come out either yellow or brown or gold or, you know, even maybe red or something like that. Because that's all I thought about when I saw that, you know, being that I've come from, <clears throat> you know, smoking fucking chunk, like crystallized chunks of BHO that still tasted and smelled like butane to, you know, the, the pens I just showed you, which are for real, super high quality BHO, PHO dabs, but just the fucking the syrup on top put into a cart, you know? So it's crazy to see blue dabs now and it not actually be like somebody who fucked it up. And, right. You know, I remember a guy in, in, uh, in um, Maine, in New England, he was a crazy grower. Guy was like super dope grower. Like he would talk about how I was like, yo, fam, fam, when we go in back in the house, fam, we strip off all our clothes, fam, and we, we put bleach on our shoes, fam. We can't bring anything into the garden, fam. You know what I'm saying, fam? For real, for real. Like super, super uh, OCD about it. And he would also do hydrocarbon extraction and make some really nice extracts. But he started like playing with the waxes and fats. And at one point he, he like R&D'd a product that he gave us. It looked like it was uh, THCA, but I think it was actually just the fats and lipids that were extras, and he was trying to make like a, another product with it. And I remember we just tried dabbing it once, and I was like, "Yeah, I will never." I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he just tried to give us. Did, go, but, did it just like uh, instantly turn into like a black silt? No, no, no. It, it still like uh, turned into some sort of uh, you know uh, Q-tipable substance, but it was just like we were just like, "What the fuck is this, man?" Like. It was definitely some R&D shit that he tried to pass off, you know what I mean? But, yeah. So to think about blue dabs, I'm just like, well, they're saying it's an illegal company, and he's, like, saying, you know, he reposted it with a thing from Future 420,000 4, or whatever, you know, that dude? Who's, like, one of the pioneers of, uh, of solvent extraction. And he was like, believe in the tech when the haters start hating or something like that. So. Yeah. We'll see. He's supposed to be announcing it in the next few days. I'm super curious to see. So, Eagle, you got to get these fucking blue dabs if, uh, if they're coming out in Michigan. I'll fucking pay. I'll fucking cash app you and you can go buy some. <laughs> Just for science. You know? For science. You, you're uh, getting picked. I mean, hey, man, I've custodied myself plenty of times just for science. You know, sometimes it's got to be known. It's got to be done. If you don't do it, who else will? <laughs> That's what those $18 gram joints are about. And, oh, man, I remember, like, going, I went to, um, what's fucking, uh, uh, Etienne, not Etienne, uh, yeah, is it him? Yeah, uh, what's his dispensary in, in San Francisco? like the first this Harborside. So I go to Harborside just like as a novelty, right? Because it's like the original spot out there. And we go in and, and I ended up buying some uh, Connected, which is a cookies subsidy or something. $80 an eighth for some weed that wasn't even good. 
like everybody I like I posted it on my page and and I was like everyone's like yeah you should have got this you should have got that you should have did this I was like motherfucker I should have just not I should have just saved my eighty dollars that's what I should have did because it was some whack ass whack ass shit but yeah eighty dollars an eighth man crazy the, I, back in the black market days on the streets, like 10 years ago, we were doing that. It stopped at 60 and it, that was like, again, outrageous. For like Still a hot minute, I lived in New York. that shit happens. Yo, for a hot minute, I lived in New York. $100 for a seven. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not much better. $100 for a seven? And then you're probably getting a 6.5. When our first dispensaries opened up, it was expensive just to get a quarter, man. Leave your shirt, organ donations, some blood, deed to the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's fancy. Now there's so much competition, they had to drop their prices massively. What <laughs> uh, I'm not in a state, I'm in Saskatchewan, man. Right near Lloyd. Holy shit. So yeah, my boy, my boy's in Craven. And uh, he's going to be supplying one of the dispensaries out there real soon. So hopefully he can try some That's of his fucking cool, flowers. Man. He's going to have the, the 33 splitter, it's called. And he has a bunch of his own crosses that he started doing that are like slurricane based. A lot of stuff from uh, Uprising Seed Company and another company called uh, Clearwater. They do the Mai Tai. It's like a lot of stuff that the Jungle Boys end up putting in their dispensary. But yeah, he just, just got his license nice like two two weeks ago, so super excited for him. That's, and that's so I, I also know. tried the Inzane in the membrane and it also came out black. Right? <laughs> black ash. Yeah. Ah. It was tasty as shit, but it came out black ash. Man, I had uh, in insane in the membrane but it was by ethos it was yeah uh, no that's uh yeah insane. that's a crescendo or something right crescendo cross i'm not sure what's uh when i bought it taste if i grabbed the box right now it would it it was labeled as their hype stream whatever it says on the box isn't the crosses that time biggest yielder ever super yield yeah 33 percent yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've grown a lot of ethos shit man like he's got a real vigorous line but like That's, i said I i'll just, give it that know. it was vigorous it was fucking vigorous and the smoke itself was like, how stable eh. It was mine was stable. It was stable. Yeah, but mine the fucking stable it was for one three of the, years, and then it got. It was like funky. one Buddha was Sorry. talking about. There is you had to fucking flip that thing six inches. You fucking uh, six. You flipped it six inches. It would still hit the roof of the tent. I had one. I had fucking it was like a foot. I had a bud like that was like this. It was like a foot long. It was because it hit the top of the tent. It grew past the light. It had to be fucking pulled over and shit. It was just uncontrollable. The only way I actually... I ran it every which way. And the only way I could tame it was in a scrog under an LED light. And it was like... 
it wasn't it wasn't worth the hassle. Really. That's how that kosher kush was. It always grew past the light, almost no matter what I did. <clears throat> I think I think Guess that, what I had to do that, my plant uh, lately. She got beastly. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, sometimes you got to do that. You just got to be like vicious. Just chop those fuckers down. They just want to keep growing anyway. Well, I'm a new grower, so I was scared. I wouldn't do it for like mm. a week, week and a half. I was scared to do it. Second <laughs> round, I was like, I oh, know, man. <laughs> That's a lot of plant to go back. <laughs> no, man. Then you're like, oh shit, I need to cut them so much shorter next earlier next time. When I put in a clone, as soon as it sets and I start seeing that first, like, next node starting to come off, I'll cut that right there. Boom. And then I know right away it's going to grow. Wow. Unless it's a plant that doesn't want to grow multiple tops, it'll start growing multiple tops. Like, right now, I have some seeds that my homie gave me from an 84 Afghani to the cookie-leaning cross of uh, Cookie Wreck. And it don't want to be nothing but a Christmas tree. Like it's like the classic one, just one stick with the nice palm tree kind of, you know, classic Afghani looking plant. So as much as I tried to top it, it just, it just like sort of does a little devil horn. And that's about it. I don't, I feel like it'll be one of those plants. It'll devil horn, like the devil horn, devil sign. And then one side just going to grow longer than the other. And that's it. It's just going to have that one top, like, so sometimes they tell you, don't do that to me. I don't like that. Otko, stop that. What are you doing? You know? But yeah. I put, I had a strawberry and cream mom. I put it in a 10 gallon pot and I'm going to take a whole corner of my, of my tray and just grow this one plant to try to, I don't know. The turps are really nice. So I want I want more hash next run of it. I'm gonna actually do a dab of that right now. I mean, what you smoking, buddy? Growing flowers just for the peanut butter bread. What is that, Eagle? said it's funny to hit, listen to people these days talk about growing flour just for the hash. Hash plant, Because right? all the flour that I like to smoke, I can't get the cut of, and it's, it's, it's not the type of weed I like to grow. I'd rather just buy that weed and then grow the weed I know that's good for hash. You know what I mean? Like, I got a guy who always has, like, there's always like two kinds of weed I can get that I really like that I always want to smoke no matter what. So it's like, I know I can just get that, those strains, which is like a, a re- really good Bubba or a variant of a Bubba or a Rockstar or a Pique. And then uh, the 33 splitter, which is just like the standard. And for me, it's I'm I'm definitely uh, liking the gas right now for sure. But I want them pines, man. I can't wait to get them pines back. You know, I had actually we were talking about the GMO crosses there. I actually had a a GMO times primal punch 
you know, the garlic punch from Med Grower One, which I I enjoyed it. I, you know, it was the first time I really had a, anything with GMO in it in the garden, and it was a little bit longer for flower time, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. A little bit stretcher, but again, it wasn't terrible. But man, the combination with that uh, primal punch was good. I had one that leaned both ways too. I had one that was garlicky, and I had one that was fruity. So fruity grape. Both were good. No fruity garlicky, more like a not grape. Uh, it's more like a punch. Kind of a punch flavor to it. Because like um, purple punch is such, such a fucking interesting plant, man. Because, like, if you try to grow that... Okay, so symbiotic, they're the ones who got the okay to F2 it from the guy who made it initially. And that was sort of their big jump-off strain was they had the F2 seeds for, for that. So I, got, I bought some and I got my boy to grow it. Uh, and he ended up with... I think, yeah, I gave him two packs. He ended up with nine fennos or genos and, and none of them tasted like anything. <clears throat> like they didn't have any flavor to them. There was no grape at all. Like, cause when I tried it initially was uh, whatever one that they had at, at THC, the dispensary. And it was like a grape, super grape. Like, but to me, purple punch was like grape turf. And he grew them all, and none of them had any turps. Like he sent me samples of every every pheno, and none of them had any any turps. But they were so white coated in crystals, and so like sandy sandy heads, you know. Like when it was dry, and you would break it up, it would have that all kind of turps, uh, all kind of um, heads on the bottom. But it's like it's not. That's why everyone breathes with it, right? I feel like it doesn't transfer flavor it transfers just like gorilla glue transfers like really good hashability but not necessarily a lot of flavor i feel like people breed and it's been successful to breed with purple punch because you don't get as much chance of flavor as you do just crazy trichome coverage and like really nice bag appeal and then anything since then that's been uh crossed with purple punch which is also the mimosa the Kobe Bryant or the Kobe, a uh, bunch of other shit. Just like it has such a unique bud structure. It grows in big, almost like Kush, like, like golf ball, big chunks. And then you'll get like a decent sized cola, but it's always these weird, I don't know. Just, I always found that interesting to watch the progression of that, how much that went from this weird fucking almost doesn't taste like anything, but looks super nice. To like holy shit this guy took that and mixed it with this and he came up with primal punch and then mixed it with gmo and now it's like we're way over here but you know yeah i went to a seed swap one time at this regenerative camp uh conference during lift in bc and the, there's uh there's a there's guys on the internet they're called white buffalo seed co and they do a lot of crazy I, ibl and land race and like he was at the seed swap, and he had like, you just had all these piles. Isn't that right? Did you say white he, buffalo? Yeah, white buffalo. Yeah, I know. Some, I, my one of my buddies, uh, Dutch grows. He's out there watching. He, he's out there. He gets a shout out from Eagle. Um, he's ran some of their stuff. Uh, Namibian. 
he had some African crosses, Namibia, and then I was crossed to one of their other staple males. And I had some of that. Yeah, how was it? It definitely hit the note for something I've never smelled before. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was the only time I've smelled, you know, something like that. That was very unique. Um, it did pop out a seed. I guess that leads into what I was thinking of when you were saying that is uh, my plan is to hopefully replenish my uh, seed stock, my seed library, and uh, where I'm at right now in Wisconsin. Didn't think it would ever happen as quick as it is, but you know, times are crazy right now, but they're starting their legal process right now. And if it doesn't get stalled or, you know, doesn't, you know, ever not get voted for, they plan to already have it already set, set and ready to go at the start of 2023. So I'm hoping that they, the bill that they're writing up right now has home grow in it, of course, decent plant count. And they're here for rates. Uh, yeah, Re replenishing my seed stock. I want to do, you know, that, that's what we're talking about right now is just all the different variety and weed. And I just, that's really what I like and want to buy all the seeds that I think I really like or have had past experience with. And I, I know where to get them now. You know, I found, did the research to find out who was the breeder and where to get, uh, where to get those seeds. So yeah, I'm going to replenish my seeds collection and, you know, do a lot of projects nice. very soon hopefully one of the one of the seeds that that guy because white buffalo apparently is like a, a crew of people and uh so one of the guy one of the strains that he was he was trading he was like this one he's like no flavor no effect on anything you're gonna mix it with all it does is raise your thc by 10 percent. boom he's like you can breed with that like each strain he had, he had like his own little rundown of what it was good for, for breeding or what its high marks were for what the strain was. It was super cool. And it was all, like you said, like mim, like uh, fucking African and like a hawk, a walk -in or a hawk -in or whatever the hell you say it. Oaxacan. Oaxacan, yeah. Mexico. I actually, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's a guy in bc as well who extracts a lot of that guy's strains and so i was at like a christmas or halloween or some kind of fucking some party uh, and it was all the hydroponic people and all the industry people for sort of agriculture in, in where i am and the one of this guy who gets all those extracts and can in where i am in Montreal, outside of montreal uh he just like pulled up with his rig and a, and a little terp cooler or whatever, and just had all these like this times this times this, and it was all these super crazy sativa land races and crazy strains, and he just started like feeding me dabs, you know what I mean? Because I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? What's this? And I think he was trying to green me out, you know what I mean? By like, okay, now try the like Acapulco times Mibian times ninety nine Afghani this here and it's all like uh hydrocarbons you know and i just kept taking dabs taking all the dabs taking all the dabs uh and it was good but then by the end i was just like <laughs> like yeah. so much like fucking narrow leaf fucking like mm -hmm. equator weed 
yeah that i was just like that's what he wanted to do but like i didn't green out but i did definitely like get like started just walking around the party looking for food and like just fucking you know i like the people watch myself so i was just like walking around <laughs> voyeuring around checking out the whole scene super just like on a different kind of level yeah i could uh strain hunt in any two places um i want to go in the Kashmir region and uh Vietnam all along the Laos Cambodian border. Nice. Two places because those are like two farther end of the spectrums of one you're going to get some. Uh, you know, they're region. very dangerous places, man. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what. <laughs> very dangerous. There's no, there's no safe part of strain hunting. It's all dangerous. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Because the heights of it. The, the complexity of where these things grow, it's just not in the easiest of places to get to sometimes. <laughs> do you follow oh, the, the guy? The, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, the guy. No, oh, go ahead. You know, oh, I was just thrilled to say this because I thought of it just now, but in that, uh, your episode that I watched, you were talking about uh, Islamabad, right? Yeah, and, I was going to bring that up. That was crazy. Yeah. Man, my my buddy, stable some places. My buddy from one of my high school buddies and uh, his one of my high school buddies, he works for his friend and apparently his uncle has to do with uh, the Ministry of Mining or uh, Minerals out in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And he went out there and he showed me pictures, like you said, just weed growing on the side of the street. So that, that would be, yeah, that would be one of the ways I could get to that region. It's not that not too far. Oh yeah, well, like I said, like we went up the mountain, and and I don't know if I said this in the episode, but where we went to, we just kept driving up and driving up, and then suddenly we were at this like club, and we went in, and it was like a day club where you could go and sit down and and smoke shisha and drink tea, and he's like, we're like, he's like, we're like thirty five miles from the Afghanistan border, or something like that, you know what I mean? So yeah, I could imagine right there, there's so much crazy cultivated uh, uh, cultivars you know but yeah if we if we hadn't gone to i mean allegedly allegedly if we wouldn't have gone to fucking the emerald that emerald the arab emirates right after you know some of that pollen might have fell in my hair easily might have fell in my hair and you know shit that falls in your hair could easily just you know stick to your body and end up back in your garden on your plants. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was definitely uh, interesting, like to walk around the car and be like, "Holy fuck!" Like there's just weed. Like holy shit, he was right. Yeah, there's weed right here. Like the, the parkways <laughs> on the sidewalk. It's crazy. Oh man, like uh, yeah, and the hash there. Fuck, I can't stop talking about it, thinking about it. It was so full melt that the only thing we could use to smoke that we had to smoke was an apple, and it would just melt right through the apple to the bottom so it's like you could you just like and then it would be gone and you're like fuck you can't even and then we'd have to just smoke it with tobacco and it was disgusting i remember we were sitting on the floor in this people's apartment because and they had all the windows closed and we're just like (laughs) hacking out because we're smoking big like splits of hash and they don't want to like open the windows so like we had to go out every once in a while and kind of just get actual fresh air and then go sit back in this fucking heavily cigaretted area and smoke more hash. 
you know, first world problems for sure. <clears throat> yeah, some totally stuff too, man. Top shelf. Uh, like they, if they're bringing out their top shelf food, they're gonna bring out their top shelf smoke. Man. <laughs> oh my god! Here is uh, was- Vietnam goes. They're uh, one by one down in Southeast Asia. They're starting to legalize. I think Thailand did or something like that. And uh, that's, it's always that's crazy. Been, uh, the Hmong people have always had the right to cultivate it for like fiber, and that that's never changed. So but there's two things about that, like I said about the pollen and not necessarily the fiber producing plants that they process, but what, what's called escaped varieties. Uh, you know, they grow like where all that pollen blows and gets mixed and winds up, you know, repopulating itself out in the wild. That'd be more of the stuff that I'd like to find because out in China is the same thing. There's regions of China that their government, you know, keeps highly restricted, but the plants within there are like really crazy and untapped genetics. It even has its own. Don't they let them smoke there? Don't they let them grow their own there for fiber and and people just smoke it anyway? They just don't talk about it. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, but just like BC, it just grows abundant. In some places, <laughs> you probably can't even control it. It just gets in the wind. <laughs> but- Exactly. Everywhere. The Chinese cannabis <laughs> has its own species name. It's cannabis chinensis. So it, cool. it part of its own. It's different than indica, sativa, you know, ruderalis, oh, you're, or flowering. You're talking about uh, Kelowna. That's where it grows wild. Yeah. Where it grows wild in everyone's backyard and basement. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Swim blue, man. <laughs> the Kootenays, man, that's like the Kootenays is like fucking Canada's Humboldt County. Like, they're for real. It's crazy. I remember when I went to BC for the first time in 99, it was the first time I ever seen like a half pound bag of weed. Like, I mean, I think I had grown, I had grown it before that, but like to see like real, you know, true quads like of, I don't even remember what the fuck it was back then but just like being like whoa yeah it was probably beasters you know what I mean it was 99 so it's probably like some kind of big bud big bud skunk or some fucking probably it might have even been shishka berry or something fuck I wish I could remember but you, you pull from the bag and the bag pulls inside out and it's coming out with the bud yeah exactly you pull out of the bag and it's one piece it's just one bud you have to pry. You have to figure out where it's actually just separate buds, and you're not actually tearing the buds apart. You're like, is this one giant bud? Yeah, man, for sure. Gun just rolling one joint. <laughs> yeah, SBC bud. <laughs> it's funny, like uh, who was saying that? Someone was saying, "Oh yeah, like they're making fun of beasters. All these people from the states, beasters and the beasters and the guy. I think it was even fucking Marcus. What's that? He was like, well, you know, what I, what I used to hear is they used to fucking uh, throw all that weed in a in a, uh, a sifter, like the giant barrel spinning sifter. Oh, yeah. And they would just to give it just, the leaves and then take sneak, all, sneak some of it. Yeah. yeah, sneak a bunch of the fucking keef, all the good shit, and then fucking <laughs> send all that like sifted fucking weed back to down to Canada, uh, down to the States for fuck. 
crazy amounts of money, man. Holy. You know what I'm saying? Holy. <laughs> I got you, bro. This guy knows. We smoking again. You muted, fast. Another dive. Another dive. Right now, it's going. Cold start. Let's go. You got you. Okay, all right. Two way. Okay. Look at my ball. Mike down, nope. Eagle. I'll pull my fucking bong out. Don't tempt me with a good time. Uh, and I hate when I do that. I hate when I do that. Ego's loving you. it. He doesn't have to talk. He just we're just fucking blabbering. It's almost almost four in the morning. You were on till like six thirty yesterday or something. Man, I looked. I looked online. I'm like, these guys just went off the air like two hours ago. I don't know. I get so crazy. I I was firing hot last night. I was almost out of control. At least that's what it felt like. You think they knew what they had when they were compacting all them pounds? Basically, what we're doing today with the rosin, do you think as they were trash compacting all them pounds and that resin was losing out of that machine? You think they were smoking that shit? The hotter it was, the uh, more likely it would have been that you would see that. You know what I mean? If it's a hot day, if you're out in Colombia or Panama, pressing, you know, bricks or whatever bundles of weed, you're going to ooze resin, of course. You think they smoked it is the question, though. It, what's oozing <laughs> out? Do you think they were like... Probably <clears throat> got on oh, their hands and then... Someone did. Fucking... Someone At did. least one person did, yeah. Just fucking chew it in a but pipe. But here's the thing, though. Like, someone... It just never became, uh, it's never one thing that got like exposed to the world because it was like the almost like the right before you kiss it off and hope it all goes right. That's what you're thinking of. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell people I was just making, you know, uh, fucking. Uh, brick, at, brick weed. Yeah, I was thinking of the, uh, the round ones, the bales, sorry, bales of weed. Mm-hmm. You know, in Brazil, they think weed comes from a brick. Like, if you were to give them some, like, really nicely cured weed, like, some buds, they would be like, what is this? This isn't weed. Man, I hope chips... I hope brown and flat comes in a brick. I hope rosin chips are the closest thing to our kids is the next generation ever gets to fucking brick weed. It's rosin <laughs> chips. I found my dad's rosin chips, guys. Let's smoke. Yo, fucking. My first girl, man. First thing I did is take the kid out on the deck. Let's do this. She <laughs> 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 didn't want to smoke no more. She won't smoke with me now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is I can say this. I can say this, but it's weird saying it, though. You know, I enjoyed my kids as kids, but I enjoy my kids even more now that I can smoke with them. You know, I yeah. take that for whatever it's worth. But she I is have, a you know, older. Not a my, kid my, kid, yeah, my kids are all older. <laughs> yeah, well, not older. I got three girls. They're 25, 21, and 17. 
So and I smoke with the 25 and the 20, 21 year old. And it's kind of like strengthening our relationship in a lot of ways. It's funny, you know what I mean? We actually look forward to smoking with them sometimes. There's not either even this. Hopefully she she said she was going to bed, so hopefully she's not in chat. There's times where like my one daughter, I'll I'll just leave the name out. I'm like, yeah, you're being a bitch. <laughs> just hand that joint over you need this you need this please hit that shit <laughs> two bowls call me in the morning <laughs> here please uh, makes please it all spinny and you don't like it There you go. Hey, that's some pretty hash right there. That's some, uh, what is that? That's uh, garlic breast hash rosin. That's that B.O. Terps that everybody loves. She's young. She's young. Oh, shit. I'm gonna do a few more rips and then I'm gonna peace out. I think I'm gonna maybe try to put these seeds into the jiffies before I go to bed. I wanna make sure they don't get huge tails so I can fit them in the uh, the rapid rooters. <clears throat> Fine, I get the best success when I just put them right into there rather than trying to fuck with like sticking tails into the soil or into the cocoa or whatever it ends up being. I agree. They tend to, uh, by the time they push the way out of them uh, cubes there, it tends to make that root, you know, branch out, a lot healthier for a tap root, a lot thicker, holds that. Plus it helps hold a little bit of extra water, you know, in between. Another plus. Like me, I can't see that good, so I'm less capable of holding that speed, making sure I get it down in the dirt the right way. So I just have to do that just because it makes it simpler, you know, way easier. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it's about to me. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Right? Yep. It in the bomb. Hey, hey, hey Johnny. Big hugs. Hopefully it goes as planned. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> uh, he faded into the background on oh, that one. No. Go it. <laughs> You know it's a good hit when you totally fade into the background there, Buddha. <laughs> when you become the hash. <laughs> yeah, that 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 chem dog, no matter what you mix it up with, it proves itself time and time and time again. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just like anything orange. <laughs> <laughs> 
like that clementine that's in the mimosa yeah that's no matter what you mix with that mimosa it fucking it starts to show same guy had the the garlic juice from and the cherry lime haze and uh clementine that's what i oh hey i can lead into a story uh I, I missed it, Eagle, on your episode. The one time I actually got met and introduced sub. <laughs> Somehow I left out of that story. But uh, similar to maybe earlier when you talked about your buddy doing the R&D and then pulling off some crazy kind of crystal thing. So mm-hmm. you have to some lipids still stuck in it. Um, I hypothesized that uh, based on what I knew, if I could... If I could start out with uh, de-waxed shatter, and I knew for, for a fact that it was de-waxed, then I know there's not any fats and lipids in there. And then I thought if I re-dissolve that shatter into butane, this goes in a whole lot of don't, don't do that at home type stuff. But I ended up dissolving uh, one and a half ounces of uh, shatter into maybe about like one fluid ounce of butane and uh it crystallized over like a four and a half day period and then uh, a buddy that i knew um uh, nug assassin was uh helping subcool at the time with the princeton this was back you know uh right uh summer of 2018 right when it got to uh arizona and uh, I went out there because a little bit like how I talk about on here and stuff, like I get to experiment a few times and I really learn a lot of techniques and try to look up the people who are actually the masters and were like the, the best, you know, the real information comes from. So I was pretty confident that this uh, thing that I was planning on doing with the chatter would work out and it ended up working out to where that's one thing I do have documented on my Instagram. Uh, you can go back and look at, and that was kind of like that too, where I, a lot of that came out as THCA, but maybe with a lot of, uh, lipids still stuck in it. And a few of it was crystallized and I had a pretty ghetto technique of filtering it when I did have it. And the sauce really didn't make its way out of the filter that much. And I had a little bit of the sauce come out of the bottom and uh, a lot of that terpene fraction still left over. So there's like some diamonds that are all white, some diamonds that are still yellow, some diamonds that are a little bit more geometric than others. And some that are more like clumped together looking stuff. And uh, uh, my buddy Nug Assassin really liked that. And for whatever reason, wanted to bring me out there because they're having another they're having like drama or issues with someone that used to run all their extractions and be behind the, the dank brand or whatever they were trying to get done out in Arizona. So uh, my buddy wanted to bring me out there and kind of introduce me to sub and see if it was cool. And the whole time it never dawned on me. Like, I just was like, okay, I'll come and do that. I don't got anything else going on. I don't have so many life responsibilities like work or family or anything to take care of. So uh, I was out in Colorado at the time and I hopped on a bus, a Greyhound bus and went out to Arizona, up to Phoenix to do all that. That was a whole goofy thing on 
its own. The, the craziest thing is in the middle of the night, we were going through uh, the petrified forest, like the halfway point, the most like spooky point at night out in the craziest kind of wilderness. And uh, I'm sitting next to like this crazy dude that's juggling around handcuffs. And he's trying to like make small change talk with me. He's saying like progressingly weirder and weirder things and it's going into him and he's like telling me stories about him being raised out of barn and doing stuff to his animals there. And uh, I just want to get off the bus. I just can't wait till we show up to Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, I finally get there. And uh, I, I only did this out of my actual medicine that I had. I was confident enough that it would work. I had usually what I normally have is maybe like uh, an ounce and a half to two ounces of shatter, maybe a month, increasingly to what I'm dabbing on, like now in this case, distillate. But at this time, I had like two ounces of shatter and I cracked like a half an ounce off of one sheet, left it aside, and then did uh, the project with this with the rest of it. And it came out pretty good. Like there was some pretty nice hexagon pillar shaped real nice forming crystals in it. And I kind of cherry picked out of the real good ones. And I had maybe like a one real nice one that was maybe around two grams. And I bought it, uh, I brought it out there and I was only out there for a week, but like any session that we had when we went over there, we'd break off like a little chunk. And my buddy took me to his grow shop and met his, the owner of the grow shop and it was his buddy. And he was like, I'm not going to end up in Debo's pigeon coop if I smoke this, right? <laughs> no, you're good. And uh, it never dawned on me going out there until I pulled up and I showed it to Stubb. And I also had uh, a little bit of uh, the previous shatter I picked up because I wanted something to actually have enough to dab on. Because I only brought that little two gram diamond out there to show off with. And then I had like uh, another like three quarters of an ounce of clementine. That, that's why it made me think of it. And that was really, really nice. And it was bubbling in the fucking, the terpene bubbles were coming off in the 119 degree Phoenix temperature. And I was out in Subcool's backyard out in Arizona and all the group of people that he hung out with in that time. And when I showed up to Subcool's house, I, I very first showed him the diamonds and I pulled them out and he's like, uh, you ever seen us uh, make the THC crystals using the rosin press? And then he said rosin press. And I was like, oh, shit. I forgot that Subcool is, you know, pretty anti-hydrocarbon extraction. And I was like, oh, man. He, and then that whole time, like, he was on the phone with, like, people from Sasquatch and Mr. Bond and everything. And people are also flying out to come and see him. And it was like our revolving door of people coming into his house and it was mainly those rosin and bubble hash guys and i was thinking like oh uh, th these are the guys he's gonna get to hire because in his situation he's not really all for hydrocarbon stuff so it, it was real cool and uh, i did have like the side project lined up or if you did want to you know uh, give me material that i would be able while i was out there to process some more stuff to kind of continue the proof of concept to him while I was out there. I did have it all set up where, like I said, even in 119 degree Phoenix temperature, I, I thought that I'd have the climate control and area prepared to be able to do that. But, uh, and it ended up going after the weekend, 
it was just a crazy experience, you know, that I, I just, it went full circle for me because in my episode with Eagle, I explained that I found Vortex and I, that was the most weed that I've ever been thrilled about. And that's what made me be determined to go out and find seeds and start growing and stop growing bag seed that I had, you know, and anything that I got and bring it indoor and, you know, build a seed collection and do all that, you know, start that whole life journey. Yeah. Life journey. So it came full circle and that was pretty fun. Yeah. Where in uh, Arizona is that Scottsdale or is that by uh, Phoenix? You said? I guess I can say now, right? Not any real more specific, but I think it was Chandler. Mm. In Phoenix. Not sure. I, I actually was... have a friend who uh, he just got involved in a turnkey operation out there and they might be wanting to bring me and my partner out to check out their solvent list extraction department and maybe run it or help them run it yeah that's crazy might go out to arizona sometime this year i think yeah i really like well fuck i like the desert i liked colorado when i was out there too so <clears throat> yeah colorado's nice i i went to phoenix one time for when we were traveling and <clears throat> behind the like hotel or like resort or whatever it was we were staying was like a, a path but it was just this like unassuming path and then when you get out on it you're fucking in the middle of the desert with all these crazy the rock structures and and it's not even you're not even out far you know what I mean you're just like in the back of this little hotel or like resort area but it's just so vast out there it's so beautiful mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a, a love for that for sure. I love the rock features, the cactuses at nighttime. It's literally uh, the, the best nighttime sky I think you can probably see maybe in the same other deserts like in Australia on the other side of Earth. But it's crazy. You can I haven't gotten a witness it because I was stuck on a bus most of the time at night or in the city of Phoenix. Yeah, I didn't get to witness it, but there's places where you can go and like and any cloudless night, you can look into the Milky Way. Oh, yeah, that's trippy. Yeah. Ever see the Northern Lights? Nope. My uh, my aunt and uncle took a whole kind of like a, ex you know, like a what an expedition out there just for that. She just got like one of those, uh, you know, fly at the wind type of ideas and she she also never saw the northern lights so her and my uncle went out there did a lot of that polar tourist shit they went to alaska yeah they got to do where it. i am where i am there's like a little uh i guess i don't know i was uh, like so my uh let me start over here so like my ex-girlfriend when i was a teenager she was from another reserve that was like an hour and a half away from where I was so I would always drive there uh, uh, inevitably on the weekends or whatever and one time driving up you know probably smoked out allegedly and uh fuck I just remember seeing the Milky Way it was like a clear night at a certain time of the year whatever and I literally was freaking out like what the fuck is that out there because you know where where we are when you're driving especially between these two giant cities there's nothing right so you really get a clear clear view of the sky and there's no mountains 
especially depending the time of the year. But yeah, I remember seeing the Milky Way on the side of the highway and just like fucking lost my shit for a second. I thought it was like aliens or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you. Was there? Yeah, there's a question for me in chat. Hit him up. There's a question? question for Oreo and flour. Yeah. What is it? What would you say is the best place for seeds in Canada? The best what? Sorry, said it again. Bless best for seeds. Yeah, he's all said it at the same time and I didn't hear it. Oh, I'm sorry. The best place for seeds in Canada. Oh, um, I use, I usually go away from an American or a European, but if you want to go someone who's Canadian, go to uh, Canada Seeds. Uh, it's just called Canada Seeds, I believe, on uh, Instagram. Let me look. I have their sticker on my fridge, but yeah. That's where I got the Donnie Burger, and I've gotten Ethos. They used to carry exotics, but not anymore, really, I don't think. Canada Seeds. Yeah, Instagram, Canada Seeds. Check them out. They usually have a bunch of stuff. They're quick. It's all cash, though, so you got to send cash. <clears throat> it's like the old school days when you have to send. I remember one of my buddies... Uh, he was like, I remember, like, fuck, back in the day, we would send money to like some weird European uh, address and hope, hope something would come back. He's like, it would, it'd always come back. We get seeds, but uh, he's like, it's uh, you know, it was always, it was always crazy. I'm like, yeah, man, that is fucking crazy. You know, it's funny is even you know I'm selling seeds not so long ago and you would be surprised even in this day and age how many people would rather fucking put a, a money order in the mail versus use their credit card for seeds or PayPal it's mm-hmm. like no I'll, I'll send a money order or a check or something but <laughs> like oh I feel like with like PayPal, people get like they get fucking hit, and then as soon as it's like considered, you know, not what they consider legit, then they flag you, and you end up getting your account taken down. And I know so many people who've had horror stories of like tons of money in their account, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna keep your money." And so I understand, I guess, to to a certain extent, but Bitcoin, man. Get send me it in Bitcoin. That's it. I told my buddy owed me money. I'm like, yeah, just uh, here's my wallet. He's like, yeah, okay. Well, actually, he said I'll pay you in Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, here's my wallet. And he sent me over like, you owed me like a hundred, a hundred and eighty bucks. He just sent it in Bitcoin. I'm like, thank you very much. <laughs> this guy is like, I've been I've been day trading Bitcoin. I'm like, you're crazy, man. Yeah, I made two hundred bucks last the other day, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's too much. That's too too matrix for me. I get my hands dirty. I, I play with the stock market a little bit here and there, but Bitcoin, I'm just gonna stack it. 
with the intent of like a solar flare destroying all information on hard drives anyway so <laughs> and i'll be left to my bees my chickens and my weed plants uh dudes i've been getting so deep into getting i'm, I'm getting chickens bro there's these asami asimian all black chickens where like everything is black and like my brother has a little a little uh, area where we have beehives set up and with the last year being off, I've just been doing more, more uh, research into it and more than likely going to get a coop this spring and get a few real fucking weird-ass rare chickens. Because I eat eggs, right? I eat eggs like almost every day, and they're all from my brother's hens, so I would rather just have my own hens. Is that the one where the meat on the chicken is black? Everything, yeah, everything is feet but it's fucking it's the meat the the bones the, the you know what they call their butt they call it a vent <laughs> the vent <laughs> but uh yeah so yeah there's that one and there's actually a spot in bc in the fraser valley i think it is fraser valley or delta the delta that's that's like a, a hatchery and they have all these crazy breeds all these really rare breeds the blackbird and then there's like another i think half a dozen that are all various you know some are good to eat some are good to eat and have for uh laying yeah there's something else man something else to do i should like literally be in a hotel room and then tomorrow i'd be on a bus and we'd be going to another city like so I'm really trying to like occupy my time in a different way over the last year. Like I was thinking about it next, what are we in February? So yeah, this month was like my last shows. We did some shows in Ontario outside of Toronto. And that was like the last time I've done any touring. So not true. No, we did one random show in a parking lot in like June, but that was just weird. So yeah. So now I'm like becoming a fucking farmer. <laughs> you know from from watching over my musicians to watching over yeah. chickens and and bees and uh plants <laughs> could I be worse you find the chickens it will be much different than your musicians well they won't Fuckers. they don't i mean the musicians don't bite Crazy. me you know the musicians don't oh. bite me though they're just as tough to contain, I'm sure. Did I tell you about I don't the... think chicken... I've never had a chicken bite me, but man, I tell you what, man, when they get out of the pen, ooh, there's some work. It, it, you yeah. you see them old, like, boxing movies and shit where they're chasing chickens? I'm here yeah, to tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work out aside, man, that's... That, that's a fucking workout, man. You chase a chicken, man. You can see why they would do that for some kind of training, man. Them fucking chickens are they work. My, my plan is to my plan is to have them so young that they're just gonna wanna be around me all the time. They're gonna see me, they're gonna think food, they're gonna be like, All right, I need to go talk to this motherfucker. What's up, homie? You got some kibble for me? You know? So my my brother has a a, a, a rooster. He got a rooster last year and it was chasing me around last year while I'm trying to be, uh, do my beekeeping, this little fucker, 
you know, when you turn your back yeah, on, on, a, on a when you turn your back on a rooster, they chase you, eh? <laughs> and, and then as soon as you turn back around, it's almost like a joke. You turn back around, they stop. <laughs> they're looking at you. Then you turn your back, and they they go to to close the difference. They want slower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I, was, so I was in the coop. I was in the coop getting some eggs there uh, last week or two weeks ago, and uh, I was I went there as well to like dust off the hives to clean the entranceway, and so I had the little um, scoot scraper for the car. <clears throat> so I go inside and I'm sort of like using it as a guard in case of like you know the. The fucking rooster tries to jump me or jump at me and he fucking I go I go to pick up one of the eggs, so I grab them all, but then there's one random one that's like a little bit further in and I look at it and I look at him and he looks at me and he looks at it and he starts walking towards it and I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa. So I, I see he's starting to approach me. So I stand up and then he just went to like charge me, right? Like jump at me and, and like talon kick me or whatever, like and I just put my foot up and he fucking, he popped his chest right into the bottom of my shoe, just like, bam. And then like, whoo, stood back and just looked at me. And then I like, I picked up the egg and I was like, that's right, motherfucker. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> so when I went back last, the last week, yeah, last week, because I usually go only like once a week uh, to get eggs because, you know, it's enough. He has like half a dozen chickens, so I only go once a week. But so I went and... uh this time he like he's looking at me and I did research like they remember faces and stuff right obviously so he recognized me and he sort of just like he got in front of the, the hens and he sort of just like moved them over a little and like that's right that's right get your girls out of the way bring them outside now and like he didn't he didn't rush me this time so I was like I told my brother I'm like yeah I think your fucking cock is starting to get used to me is, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> he recognizes me now he he knows you know, it's better. That's it good to get fun. that little, little, uh, you know, that you had that experience, and now you're getting your own chickens, and now you know you're prepared, yeah. and already know how to how to do it. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was even more interested because I had already been interacting with them, and then while well, my one of my good friends, he like showed me a guy who's about an hour and a half north of here who does the exotic breeds. And he was like, check these ones out. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I started doing research on those different breeds. And I was like, oh, this one would be really good to have for this area and this one. And then I found that there's a hatchery up here that sells them like March, April, May, June. They have them. So you just put your order in and they mail them to you at the end of the month. I, I, so, went, yeah. um, I went deep into uh, researching giant schnauzers. The dog breed that for whatever stuck out to me huh. and, uh, if I ever get a you know if I ever get around if I can have one that's one of those protection trained ones I'd really like that but uh they're I, I out of dock now because out of like the the niceness out of one of my buddies who had a dog that he already got a new puppy and another new puppy would have been too much at one time because I already had one old dog and we had this whole thing maybe like six months prior to where we were talking about dogs and you kind of already knew I really liked them and he asked if you could have a dog right now uh, what what kind would you like and I was like "Uh, maybe a boxer 
And mm-hmm. I, I based that on uh, one, one Super Bowl ago, uh, I don't know what year it was. Back, this was back when I lived in Colorado. Uh, the roommate that I had at the time had a work buddy that needed us to dog sit for us during, during the Super Bowl the whole day. Uh, and I, w- I woke up in uh, my room and I was getting ready and I was just about to come out and my buddy could hear me uh, stumbling around. He's like, hey, we got company. And I'm thinking like, oh, he, he found some chick. He's got some lady over or something like that. <laughs> and I open the door and I see this cute little boxer puppy right at the end of the hallway. And uh, she ran all the way right up to me and rolled right over on her belly, right on top of my feet. And we just got really along real good. And she played a lot and she was real fun. And I don't know. It was, it was a good experience, and I've had uh, a neighbor that had a boxer too. Well, I told my buddy that, and uh, he's like, "Oh, that's kind of crazy, say that, because my cousin breeds boxers." And uh, for a while, I was on the waiting list with his cousin, and I wanted a one of those solid white. I wanted a solid white female, and uh, he says that uh, he maybe only gets a, a solid white one and 50% of the litters. And then you have a 50% chance of it's boy girl. And then, you know, I was like kind of in the line if I wanted one of these all white females. Well, six months went by and another one of his cousins breeds uh, Boston Terriers. And he got a new Boston Terrier puppy, but then he also got a puppy because he found a lost dog that he saw like someone post like one of those lost dog ads on uh, Facebook. And he found this lady's lost uh, pit bull puppy. I don't know specifically all, you know, in specifics of what kind of pit bull, but he found this and returned it to these people. And then for doing that favor, they said that they had to give him the next, one of the next puppies in the next litter. So he went over there and he basically picked the dog based on brute size or just the most massive one when he went over there. And he ended up picking out my dog and he was like, Hey, I, you know, I, I know you want that white boxer, but we got this little guy. Do you want him? And I'm like, yeah, what do I, what do I owe you for it? And he was like, nothing, man. I just want to give it to you. Cause I know how much you want a dog. And so I'm like, that, right. that's how I ended up with my dog now. Just out of right. my body hooking me up. So, but I, that leads me into the giant schnauzer things like, during that midtime, you know, just doing research on all different dogs, they kind of appealed to me. And I just like their the style and how they get groomed and how well-trained they can be. They're real smart and, I don't know, kind of like just a real distinguished kind of look. And at some point in life, when I can afford it, I'm going to get one of those uh, prote- protection-trained ones. And at some point, even if I have to, make it a service dog to help me out. Nice. I'm all about getting another beehive soon. I'm gonna get some Italian bees. Set up a new hive. My other brother decided to buy a beehive last summer at the end of the year, so he's gonna get some. So I'm gonna be managing a bunch of bunch of honey this year. I'm really excited. Lots of honey. Hi right, guys, it's like 4:30. I'm gonna cut out of here. Yeah, me too. Ah, I said it first. Hey, no, no, I did kill me, Coke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. It was nice talking to you. Thanks for letting me in. Peace out.
Thank you, Buddha. Thank you, Brady. That's a pretty cool guy, Buddha. Okay. Thanks for having me on TV. I'll see you later. Red pill. Awesome, yep. buddy. Yep. Continue. I believe I'm right there behind him, Mr. Red Pill. I'm dabs do me in. I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how you guys do the dabs like that, man. Woo. This did shift my sleep schedule a little bit. Stay up a little bit later to hang out. So, but yeah, I'm right there with you. You know, I don't stay up much longer after we cut off. Hopefully it shifted it in a good way. Hopefully it shifted it in a good way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, thank you, and uh, I don't know. Sorry, sometimes I real get in, get real into the story mode. Get real happy and excited, but um, you know, I like sharing it. You know what I mean? No worries, man. It's all about. That's what it's about, man. We dig hearing them, and you're a good source of knowledge. So thank you for popping on, brother. Appreciate it. All right, man. I love hanging out. Have a great. Yep. All right. Peace out, everyone out there. See you later. All right. That does it for 32 or 325.5. Holy cow. We're almost a third of the way there. Can you believe that shit? A third of the way to the goal. <coughs> so. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Me all flower. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. CJ Apple, we missed his birthday. Monday. Monday was CJ's birthday. We missed that shit. I missed that shit. I felt like bad when I seen that. I was like, shit. CJ Apple, day oneer. Fucking missed that shit. Hopefully you had a good one, brother. Hopefully you had a good one. Let's see here. I'm going to find us some music. Some music. To get us the fuck out of here. Yeah. Cruise. You know, Ned Denver, when I uh, started this, <coughs> excuse me, uh, uh, I said I was going to do a thousand episodes. I called out a thousand. So we'll see what happens at a thousand. But that's the goal. That's the minimum, I guess. Oh, damn it. I'm trying to pop this out to get my music going here, and I don't know what the hell I did. I don't want to go to that YouTube channel. I want to go over here, I guess. Click YouTube. Oh, it is not playing fair. What the fuck is your problem? Oh, fucking. Might as well go out like that. Oh, yeah. The fucking talking shit with Eagles song by uh, Dollar Tree Grower. There's a song. 
Birthday's the 28th, might be. Put in the book. A lot of February birthdays. Might be. Might be his birthday on the 28th. Got you in the book, Mike. Got you in the book. Oh, you can't see it. You're in there. Trust me, Mike. You'll get your shot right. Spread eagle all in. Sub cool details dank mama law 710 scared girl 420 green thumb bum Christina MG89 Unplug 705 Medical McGull Cuddy Rick T the Rebel the 9G207 Fabian Salinas Dave's not here Tom Spook Greg Walker Mendo Dope T Dog Red Eye uh, Dung Beetle Red Eye Jedi Grows Mother Nature's Justin Conway Duckweed Run Boy 7426 Justin Gooder Showman Oki Grower 75 Corey Trevor Mike Wallace Mole Vision 420 Hujo Cat Daddy Taco Don Slug Rick S in the bushes A27 James Seaman Kevin Todd Worthless Hope Pizza Fan, Pat's fan, Fort Wayo, Bio Mentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kenny Sheba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dan Goplin, Dr. Bose Lightyear, Acetone, Tubton, Canoe, Cag, Kenny Queen, Genetics, Savvy, Sanase, Fugorn, Derek Man, Dan Keith of Black Sales, Mr. Bosilla, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross and Bob, Ross and Jeff, EO Cruz, Oil Roots, Small Tubes, Tyler Teasley, Oh, no, Test. Just Tyler there. Frosty Rubes, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro. What the hell they got us playing now? Oh, Odd Family Squad. I'll definitely get thrown for them. I'm going to find something else for you. This is Sounds like a good problem, though. It's just funny. He says, I seen this cat holding up a sign one day. It said, I will rap for free. But this is the first one of the first songs I played. They got copyright. I have to call bullshit old family squad. I family squad. You need the grocery bag. I don't know why. All right, we're going to leave off. Small tube, small soil root, small tube, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Norm Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Gross, JC, Bonner Genetics, SoCal Weedner, John Laz, PPJ 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, 
T1 Productions. Thank Grower DOA Grown Meds. We miss you, brother. Miss Newbie Grows. I gruesome Johnny Kennedy. Nutrients Shootouts. Naughty Nikki. Zoe and Slammer. NNY Pixel Monkey. St. Bernard's Observation Booth. Clover 420. High Spy Aldridge 25. Madam T. Stu Moo. Mo Grower. The Can of Crate. Loki Grows. Cast This Guy. Burton 7979. Polish Hammer. Midwest Outlaws 31. Voodoo Altars. Fresno Nerds. Kelly Connections. Wolverine Grown. Big Jar Grows. Laid Wayback Farmer. D Block. MMP Nations Creations. Amber Lalana and the Psychedelic Warlock Artist LD, Sir Sticky Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Window, Big Ed 1961, Menawati G3, The Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Oak Farms, Lisa G, John, V2 Crazy for You, BGWG 420, Dr. Budswell, Purple Thumb OG, Arthro, Sons Million, against Anthro, it's Anthro, Sons Million, Anthro. Two separate people. Just the face 420. Beast Ghost Girl 420. Sir How Trade Alone. Keep it real. Haggerton 420. Zub Zeppelin. Audit everywhere. Or that's uh, yeah. BT Double D Grows. Bingus. Green Puff and the Man. Alex Boyk Chef. Uh, Chef Life. School of Crop. Cause I love it. Green Mountain. Uh, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey Reels, 100-212, Andy Man, Brandon Family Farms, Age Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Seb But Wins, Kingdom Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary James Medgarden, Streamer 77, Double D, uh, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 619-684, Spaniard Kruger, Jones and the Grow, Papa G Grows, Rapid Raz, Amy Drove Grows, the cast, the Girl From Your Heart podcast, Lily Luna, Green Med Flock, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Lost Art, Mar- Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Stone, B. Wynn, Mike, or David, Colby, Mason662, Scroggy McScroggins, and the fourth, the Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad and Brad, Family Farms, Polly P. Bjork, uh, Kevin Hahn, Mike Concho, Jay Huggins, UDAA, Green Tree Hunter, Push Cloud, Joshua Seedsley, Oak Home Buds, Warren G, Cam Wood, May Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Soon, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Grows, Evergreen, G's friend, Tree, MMJ, Matt S, Save Ball, Dragonfly B, Justin's Mad, Travis Walls, uh, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, uh, King Chronic, Titan from Blast Coast Seeds, Shango Gas, Webassel for Life, John Smith, Tommy Tricones, Boca King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilots, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Stilbert, Indo 11, Stephanie V, Shark Bully 989, Von Braun, Sovereign Garden, Stoner Nation 420, Joe Y, Bugs 1, Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jim Mike, J. Myers, Jamid, The Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bass C, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Shredder 9, or Shredder 911, holy cow, Dutch 420, Scallyway 420, 
Dank Man dead. That's what went there. Skill Bowl one, Medgar one, Empire Breed Coach, Broly, Lost Leaf, Liam Man, Stanley Dako, B Bear Seven, Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinvid, Looney Jester, Smoking With, Small Town, Tim Mess, Mr. Lazy, Raptor Gross, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Perky, or that's uh, sorry, Tori, Michigan, Corey, damn, Double Tap. Mr. Green Thumb 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, the can, Cannon Bus Driver, Hating Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T Ben, Root Nuts, and Hammer, the Hammered E Nails. Thank you both. Thank you. I do love the E Nail. Dr. Scrambles, VB Moonrock, GHF, Double J, Biogreens, Self Grower, Hanky Stinky 420, KP, Ganja, Nana, Your Mama, Georgia, Joe, Roy Rodriguez, Be Growing, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer B, Rose, Ganja, Ganja, Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soil Life, Bully 4 Life, Jeff Rowe 420, Peter 698, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn, I made Ted's Test. Holy shit, these lists are loud. The Riffin Fat Boy, Jack Greenstock, 420, 420, Boone's Farm, Charlie's Farm, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Garden, JD's, Miss D's Nugs, Smoke and Grow Fraser, Go Oski, Twisted Roots, The Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolve, 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marsh, Mystic Grower, TW, Ginger Snaps, CTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP, 2372, Dan Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper, 420, Scarts. Kenna Trooper. Holy cow. Blank Cat 420. Lined up against him. UKSIF 420. Buddha Boy. Devin Shipwreck. Medical MJ. Bugsville USA. Resurrection Prophet. Chris Martinez. Dink Man Dan. Dink Man 420. Red Side of Farms. Good Luck. Joni Bell. Teach B. The Most Hated Grower. The Major General 420. The American One. W Digger. 714. Sharate's. Kitty Genetics. Mountain Skies. Ready to hit the hot fire. Even. Chris Mertz, uh, Save Robbie, Heaven Fake Cam, Fingers Lakes Finest, Ridge, uh, Ridge Pets, Doze of Moon, Southern VT, Grower, Tooth Medicals, Jay Bear Plus One Mushroom, Secret City Potneers, My Little Tent, 2042 Spacewalker, Christian, Tree Monk, T. Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T. Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, My Little Piece of Heaven, or, yeah, my, my Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest, Ross, Kaya, Paul, Lemon, Hopo, Rick Trench, Rita's Juicy Life, Richard 420, Grant Manuel, Mary Bomb, Seven Sizzle 81, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Crater, Guru, Dukai Brew, Jake Cannon Nation, Jay. Dan the Indoor Man, Gromies Homeless, Hamilton Grove, Clip Smoke, Keystone Canaflag, PA Big High 710, Eugene, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Food Hustle, Fred Darkowos, North Arizona Beer Girl 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Gasting Yeti, Introverts, also Jay Vixen, Robin, Killer 8 Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from Norcoy, the Pharmacy Seed Bank, the Deadhead. Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Wire, Corte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dorr, Antenna Seeds, Fabcarious K, 
Mike Rubles, the Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, slow to get up, Stu Moose, Popco 719, Big with Shake, baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buzzed, Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Hunter Grows, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Punch It Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T. Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, uh, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Canley, D. Canley, Pimp Jam, McBodie Face, Show Me Sasquatch, Fuck Google, Andrew, Going Canadian, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble, Trandafee, Tannery Farms, Seldom Seen, Old Park Gardens, Hell, 9782, Skunky Palace, Martial Artist, 2012, Microslave Hefner, Danny McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Greenfingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Coach, Rancho Coach Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champion, Bobby Lynn, Means, Trent Digger, Mr. Mack, Tony Lake, Bologna, Bill S., Weed Peace. Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, Here on Fire, Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420. Teeny Weenie 101, Buds and Hazards, Mr. Club 14. Max Screwman Ruby, Doll Up North. Holy cow. Timothy McKimmon, CEO, Justin Beads, Chronic, Fat Belly Real, Jennifer Steele, Kinnabit, Zero Three, Turk Farmer, Shannon, Siemens, Carlitos, Latinos, Gator Country, Mr. Speed, Wolfstein, Forest, so Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Ross and Bob, Boyd Feather Grows, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Dave, K-Man Grows, PX Gunner 81, Smith, New, New Grows, Sean McCann, J Month, Stank Agenda, Wawa, Cannon Grow, Fall Dog, Huron, Cannabis Council, Alyssa, Parrish, Rock Fam, Justice Smith, 420 Ben, Fresh Grows, Robbie Herbs, High Boy, Your Mailman Grows, Weeby Growing, Australian Grows, Love for the Plant, Argo, American, Spot Poker, Unfrozen, Caveman, Wise Ice, Surf Craft, Micro Goon, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Grows, Tate, Brownie, Sandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle Sea, Shelly Water, Valley Green, 514, Amelia Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dake Yoda, Jay Simmons, Turbro Grows, Clackamas Coat, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, Night 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Sneaky Colas, Dylan Steinberg, PFC Farms, Husky Gardens, Sun Grown 707, J8 Drove, J420, Cascadian Grows, T-Toads, McGee, Four Plants 8, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buds, Hans Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, McGaster Tempe, Annie Ann, D-Urge, Green Jr., Liana from All Purpose Plus, Cross, Green Cross, Green Goose, Left and Smiles 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Ross, the Gross, Bob Wobby, Sean Bids, Rusty Ready, Roadside LLC, Notorious Snugs, Magma Seeds, Father and Son Trimming Tutorials, Dub T Dank, Jose Martin Perez, Doggle the Hut, 420 Buck, Chief Man, GR20, 420, Comedio Videos, Uh, GMO, that is. Man, he's drinking this coffee. Detroit River Rat, Lewis Garcia's Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain Dodd of Cheddar Bob 13, Maine 420, Medgore, Car Cookies, Coop, Jake Hendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods All Gone, Good, Sally Man, Sal, Adam, Janelle Simpsons, 
15 Monkeys, Guns and Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett, Rooms, Mr. Lincoln, Sinkin', Angel Studios, MG, The 420 Grow Tent, Paul Diello, John Fleming, Dankovich, Kimo F. Sky, Fibro Flower, Polly P., Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organics, Sunman, Chiba Sony, Jeff Pavalic, Ricardo, Dan J., Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farming, Fuck All That Be, Miss uh, Vic Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Graystone, Stony Creek, uh, Stony Baker MD, Stony Creek, Ross Sonic, French Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man Hermit, Ash, Freebird, Mulgrower, Madigar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Crows, Chronic, Stink Fat, Caballero, Harley Grower, Harley Grower, Jen God, Steve Collins, Todd Kendricks, Property Marion, Sharpie, The Island Hayes, Scuba Steve Speaks, J.R. Ream, Randy K, TCDR, Killian, Claire, or Claire Killian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy, Randy Grande, Pip 1000, H. Boone 3223, Captain's Freedom B. Puffer Smiles 15 Digits Ganja Moot Ed Fred G. That is a Super Bob Man. I am whooped. Broski 808 Weekend at Birdie's K Bag Justin Station Strong Style Organic Zippy Pinheto. Eh, good enough. Zippy. Sorry. iMatic 31. Honesty, Be All Flower, Brett Boom, Todd Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KNT, Chrissy D, True Serum, Four Times Foe, Daddy Dread, Barbara Matthews, Ancient Soul Grown, Carrie, or Kevin, Jiu Jitsu, Kana, Health and uh, Happiness, Berserk, 215, Collab, Low Cut, Albert Tremblay, Main Med. Uh, yeah, Mo Med, Mo Made Med. There we go. Uh, Raz Banshee, Helen, Huge Anus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Fly 420, Lobster Brush Bro, Mother T, Maine, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Ecstatic, Shannon Gibbons, Wuhan, Rick W. Comfortably numb. One smoke away. The four twenty or the eight forty show. Richard, Matt, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, Cannabis Pursuits, K Rolling, K Rolling, Buzzworthy. I don't even know what that is right there. To be honest with you. Eight flower parsley. The Entourage Effect, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari Farms, and uh, Single File, Single Fathers, last but not least, mm. Weedish 207. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode three. 25.5. I almost fell asleep during the shout outs. You believe that shit? I can't. <laughs> Actually, I can't. 
Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Join me later on this, what? It's Wednesday now. It's Wednesday. Wednesday episode where Max Scroom and Ruby will be here. <sighs> you guys have an amazing hump day. Please put some fucking hump in that hump day. Please put some hump in that hump day. I'll see you guys tonight. Do not forget, random acts of kindness do save lives. Please, please do something nice for somebody. I'll see you tonight. I am out of here. <laughs>